You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Hello, everyone. It's that time for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Hey, everyone. It's John C. Morley with the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And I am here today on another great Friday, actually the Friday just before Valentine's Day. So, gentlemen, uh, if you have not gotten uh, her some chocolate or if it's a him and you haven't gotten um, uh, her, if you haven't got him some chocolate, uh, make sure you do that. And to be politically correct, your partner, if you haven't gotten them some chocolate, uh, make sure you do that. Or you're going to be sleeping in the doghouse on Valentine's Day. And there's not going to be any dinner, not going to be love. And there's probably not going to be any after affairs anyway. So you better make sure you take care of your partner before Valentine's Day or I think it's not going to be a great month. I'll just put it that way. Well, Marcus, it's great to be here with you again. It's great to be welcomed back and also good to see you as well. Always great to see you. So we have an amazing show. Uh, Today, I've been thinking about, you know, what's been going on in the news. And Apple just released (laughs) 14.4. Now, I always wait a day or two before I download it because I never trust Apple, unfortunately. Uh, but they claim that this is going to solve a lot of issues. Now, what I want to tell you is Apple never confesses about things until it becomes a major deal. Well, there are three big ones in this. Uh, There is something called an Apple WebKit. So that's the engine that powers the Safari browsers, and it could potentially uh, get hacked by a remote person that's a bad player in the WebKit CVE-2021-1870 or CVE-2021-1871. That is known as what they call a device takeover. Uh, the WebKit browser engine could allow an attacker to perform arbitrarily code uh, insertion uh, inside the Safari browser. And uh, let's just say they could steal lots of information as well as redirect you to a site that may do more than just push pop-ups on your screen. You know what that means. <laughs> it's it's not it's not surprising. And wow, just for us to have another update after another update, we should expect another one probably next month, right? Well, I I don't think we're gonna get it that soon. <laughs> I think we're gonna see how these work because these are updates they've been trying to fix for a while. Apparently, uh, this was brought to their attention. They never tell you who who brought it to their attention, but this was brought to their attention by someone that was very known uh, in the industry and basically said they better fix it. So they call them a CVE, and you're probably wondering what that is. Now, on our show and all about technology, we're always mentioning these three-letter, four-letter, good four-letter words, though, five-letter, six-letter, and more-letter words for acronyms. This one stands for CVE, Common Vulnerabilities and Exposures. There is a second, uh, so the first one had two bugs in it. The second, so there's there's three things that it fixes, is a CVE 2021-1782. That's a CVE that affects the kernel. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, 
Well, that's a part of the operating system that loads into memory and basically becomes the interaction point between uh, your software and your hardware. And if something affects that, well, let's just say the whole phone could pretty much be taken over because when you get inside the code of the operating system, uh, that's when some bad things can happen, Marcus. I'm not surprised. But this is very good that they're acting on it and they're catching it right away. So Yeah, you know why they're acting on it, Marcus? They're acting on it because they don't have a law. They don't want a lawsuit. Not at all. Big dollars means bad publicity. Exactly. So if you have not updated and you have an Apple uh, phone, um, at least a 10 or higher, you can update to the 14.4. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, John, I had my phone set to automatically download and install it. So did a lot of other people. That feature doesn't seem to work. It downloads it, but it doesn't auto-install it. And I don't think you'd want it to auto-install it because if it did, that would mean it would interrupt you. And we all know how uh, it takes your phone offline. Forget being able to receive email. Now you can't receive phone calls from your loved ones and friends. Uh, so it, it will uh, incapacitate the phone not too long, probably about five to 10 minutes. It's, it's a relatively quick install. Uh, the download is pretty fast. Do make sure that you download this on a pretty fast internet connection. Uh, don't be downloading this on a Verizon or AT&T, or you're going to really suck your uh, uh, data bits down and you're going to start paying because uh, that could be a problem. Always make sure you're on your secure wireless network. Don't go downloading this at Starbucks or on one of those free Wi-Fis. Please don't do that. That'd be tragic. Now, someone always seems to have this particular question about this too, and it might be someone out there listening right now, is should we have our battery charge all the way up when we allow these different updates to come in? That is a, an amazingly smart question. <laughs> so what I would tell you is this, Marcus, yes, make sure your phone is charged, but you also have to make sure it's plugged in. Do not attempt to do this update unless your phone is plugged in. Make sure your battery is fully charged. In fact, the system is supposed to be able to detect if your battery is not charged above a certain percentage, that it should not allow you to install it. But we don't want to be testing those things because if it's too low and you go to install it, well, that could cause your phone to crash. So I recommend that when you run these updates that you're plugged in and charged or at least uh, being charged wirelessly through uh, you know, the air, air method. That's really important. Awesome. Good question. So uh, what did you think of the Super Bowl this uh, past week? Well, I was happy I was on the winning side. I was rooting for the right guy. But other than that, okay. All right. I, I was able to watch it okay. Uh, I'm hearing that there was some error messages going on. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So uh, CBS had this all-access app. And it had some slight challenges. Maybe that's uh, a little bit less than what happened. It happened maybe a lot more than what happened, really, because this happened during the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl started, and users reported seeing error messages that read the app was experiencing technical difficulties, and I quote, and that error, an error has occurred. The down detector showed a spike in complaints for CBS all-access system around 6 p.m. Sunday. That was about the time the Super Bowl started, wasn't it? Yeah, so they missed the, the <laughs> Pledge of Allegiance, all types of the colors, everything. <laughs> so. 
numerous users were yeah. probably more than complaining, and I'm sure they were saying some four-letter words, unfortunately, and ready to, to kill people. Um, and a couple of nasty emojis to go along with it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, lots of these complaints were surfacing on Twitter, and we know Twitter really doesn't uh, censor. So that's where a lot of those uh, four-letter words and some other uh, not-so-nice uh, G-rate emojis uh, were being uh, sent across. Now, this actually got fixed around 7 p.m. Todd Spangler of Variety said the issues were resolved and just to restart the app. Like, it was no big deal, Marcus. Just restart the app. They're all fixed. Well, what about the whole hour that we lost? They didn't talk about that. No, they did not. This is amateur <laughs> at his best. I think they should have done a pilot yeah. test so many times, Marcus. Uh People just don't seem to realize that when something doesn't work, it's a reputation. And I'll give you an example. Right. We're beta testing uh, a new type of access point. You might have heard of the 802.11ax uh, technology, which is one of the fast uh, wireless technologies. But there are bugs with the 802.11ax. Now, they work beautifully, and they're really wicked, wicked fast. That is known as the Wi-Fi 6 technology. However, there are some issues such as if you have multiple access points and you go to leave your place of business and uh, you don't return for a period of time, maybe an hour or two, and you come back in, well, your Wi-Fi may not connect. And if it's a hidden network, that's the problem because the iPhone actually has some issues with it, but Apple's not going to admit it. And the people that are manufacturing the access points have a timer. Unfortunately, this timer... Uh, based on the standards of this uh, new technology, only allow you to set the rekeying time to 10 days. Now, that's great. It, it is a fix from nothing. Uh, so they did add that feature. But if you have somebody that's coming to your building all the time and they have to rekey in their username and password every 10 days, that's going to be a problem. It's going to be annoying. Yeah, that's a real bad pain. So the reason I bring this up to you is that we don't want to roll out this technology to any of our clients, small or large, because we're not happy with the way it's working for us in-house yet. Mm -hmm. It works, but we knew there were going to be bugs. So I figure this is going to be resolved within the next couple of weeks. And we've got it now where it works for 10 days, which is a lot better than rekeying in every hour or every day. But I think it needs to be longer, like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, maybe even a year or maybe infinite if you want to take that uh, that thing. Because if you have a secure and wireless network, most people have devices in their network that don't roam. But if your devices roam, like your wonderful uh, Apple uh, phone or your Android phone, or you have other smart devices that need to roam in and out of that period, and they're gone for more than a lunch period, when you come back, if this isn't fixed, you may not be able to connect. And like I said, we went from no connection. You heard me talking about this about a month ago to now having the ability to stay away for 10 days. And what I mean by rekeying is the system has to re-put in the secure SSID that's hidden, if it is a hidden beacon, and the password. Now, you might say, gee, that's not a big deal, but that's a pain in the rear end. Right. That you got to go punch in a, a name, and you can't even find the name on the phone because Apple won't let you see it. 
So the point that I make here, Marcus, is that CBS is a very big company. They have a few dollars in their wallet, right? I'm sure right. more than a couple. <laughs> yeah, more than. And, and I'm sure this company, Variety, who they hired, because CBS didn't do this themselves. They hired Variety. Yeah. They, I just say shame on them. They knew how big this was. And I'm sure they're getting more than a slap on the wrist for this. I'm sure they're getting a huge discount for this because this really took CBS and really put them under the microscope of not doing their homework. And I'm hoping that when they do the next game or Super Bowl, that they're going to go through the technology. I mean, we were talking about this several years ago when they would spend months and almost a year to run lots of miles of cable under a stadium so that they could have fast Wi-Fi access. They tested that for months before it went live. Why didn't they do that with this little stupid access app? It seems to me that they just took it for granted. They really are so invested in the old way of doing things, and they're not really moving towards looking at the the big picture, the big scope of where technology is really head to. And I think you really gave some excellent advice to many corporations and small businesses out there uh, with, with your example, John. That was really excellent on your end. Thank you very much. You, you've got to check what you're doing. Uh, I'm all for new technology, but I have to tell you, you've got to realize that new technology might not be where it needs to be. And if you're an early adopter, that's fine. But just understand and be cognizant of the fact that that technology is going to have some bugs. And if you're not willing to be part of that cycle, then stay away from it for at least six months to a year. Everyone always wants the latest and greatest, but they don't want the pain that's going to possibly be present, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, I found that out myself, too. <laughs> so I can attest to that. I, you, hey, CBS, you, you can come talk to me about some, some uh, things I have tried out that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what it comes down to is a reputation and I think it also goes into their brand. Mm -hmm. And CBS has always been a very reputable company, but they hired a firm that didn't do what they should have done. Right. And although... Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. CBS is not, I'm going to say, directly responsible. They are indirectly responsible because mm. they hired this company to come in. And why didn't they do reference checks or see what they've done? Maybe they never did a project as large as the Super Bowl. That's possible. And they should have asked for a test period. Even when we do an accounting system and we switch somebody from an old system to a new system, we never switch them over cold turkey. Maybe ham. Or lettuce and tomato. No, <laughs> but really, we, we do something called dual, 
We run them usually for six to 12 months dual entry and making sure everything is exactly correct because you can't afford to put a system in and then, whoops, we just missed some records. We'll have to go and try to recreate those. That's great. Uncle Sam's not going to be too understanding if our records aren't exactly the way they should be. No. Well, you're missing that. Uh, That's a fine. That's a fine. Mm -hmm. That's a fine. They don't really care. They just want their money if you don't have proof of things. Exactly. So you're bringing the heat tonight. It, yeah, we're definitely, it, and we're not, we're not setting it, we're not setting it on, on just a low uh, uh, boil here. We're really cooking uh, the entire pot. We're actually melting the metal, I think, in the pot. But, you know, when we talk about things like this, our world is always shaping and growing, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. And there's two police stories I want to bring up right now. I usually don't talk about the police, but I want to talk about two police stories. One of them, uh, there was a policeman. I'm not going to give you all the details, but there was a policeman and there was this lady. And uh, she actually was scanning things at the register at one of the you know mass chain stores. So she was scanning them and somebody noticed that she was skipping items. Like she was just skipping every so many items. They just, they weren't getting scanned, but they were going in her basket. That's stealing. Yeah. And uh, the uh, store manager basically contacted the local police. The local policeman came out. And this is probably going to be a very cold and bad day for her, right? And her family. Stealing at a register. You know that's got to be bad, right, Marcus? Right. Immediately. Immediately. So... I mean, I almost don't want to tell the rest of the story, but I have to. So the cop comes in and you would expect that he was going to arrest her. And he asked her, you know, um, when he saw what she was scanning, it was all like food for their baby and their kids. It was all food, nothing expensive. Mm -hmm. And um, he asked her, you know, what are you doing? And he's, she's like, I don't have any money. I just want my family to eat. And this uh, policeman had a daughter about the same age. So a light bulb went on in his head. And he did something, Marcus, that you probably would never expect a policeman to do. He served. I don't mean he served her with a summons to go to jail. He served the public. He um, took her outside. And instead of arresting her, he gave her a $250 gift card. Wow. That's beautiful. Went back to the store, and the manager is kind of like up in arms. Now, this goes back to his uh, head deputy and, and the head chief police of the department where he worked. And, you know, he's on the border of losing his job. And so the chief uh, responds to the media and other people. And he said, my officer did what they're supposed to do, which is to serve the public. And I endorse his decision. And he made the right choice in this situation to not arrest 
the lady. I just thought that was an amazing story, Marcus. That's really amazing. It's really amazing. And just for that police officer to show his human side, to show that sometimes we can we can enforce the law, but we can also have compassion. Well, well said, Marcus. I could have said it better myself. Well said. It's great. We have to understand that there are people that are going to try to operate above the law. That's what the police are there for. But the police are there to help us if we have a problem. Uh, I know in my local town here in Franklin, I'm friends with the police and the chief. And, uh, yeah. you know, I feel I, I that if yeah. you're a person that has nothing to fear and you don't do anything wrong, you really do have nothing to fear because, you know, they're not going to look to try to get you because you're always trying to do good things. So if something happens that's minor, um, I'm not saying stealing, th th they may overlook it, you know, and I think it comes down to integrity. And when you're in a small community, police want to get to know people that are doing things for others. And um, I remember, I got to tell you this funny, when I was walking and uh, I do a walk here every day, about an hour and a half. And I was walking on the street like I always do. And all of a sudden I'm walking, not running, just walking. And the guy comes over, a policeman, and I think I know him. He uh, asked me to come over. He says, can I have your license? He was going to say registration. And, and I'm about ready to laugh. And I said to him, I said, officer, what was I, what was I doing wrong? Was I walking too fast? And he's like, no, no, no. I, I, he said, uh, what are you doing? I said, I'm walking. He said, okay. He says, uh, well, I'm, uh, he said, I'm pulling you over, but what, some, I'm, <laughs> he wasn't really pulling me over, but he says, I'm pulling you over because uh, there was a lady uh, on the street that lost her ring on the porch. You didn't happen to go in anybody's house or on any porches, did you? I said, no, but I did stop for about two minutes because there were seven deer crossing the street. Was that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and there's another guy coming up the street and he says, um, did you get him? You got our guy? Did you book him? He goes, uh, this isn't our guy. No? No, he's not our guy. <laughs> I'm walking down the street. I'm not running. And it was comical, but you have to understand when people call the police and they say something, they have a duty to investigate it. Right. But if you're afraid of the police and you were defensive, they think you have something to hide. Yeah. I, I made a joke of it. Like, what am I going after? And, and at the end, they're laughing, saying that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so police can be compassionate. But I think what happens is people on the wrong side of the coin do things and then they expect the police to help them. I believe the police are here to keep things fair and to keep things safe for everyone. I always thank our chief and I, I thank our policemen for taking the time to uh, police our neighborhood and, and keep us safe. We're very grateful for that. And I said, I know you won't hear that a lot, but I'm grateful. 
And what do I do sometimes? I bring them some donuts. I bring them some bagels. And they appreciate that. Now, that's not something you hear every day, is it? No, no, it's not. You know, I think when you, you become part of a town and, you know, being a first responder and getting to know people, nobody knows who you are until they really see how you're acting for a few years. Everyone's very timid because they're afraid to associate with you until they really know if you're a good person or not. You could say you're a good person, Marcus, but you don't know if I'm a good person or not just because I say it. They got to experience your behavior. And when they see your behavior is of a high standard, then they respect you and they want to help you. Now, somebody that tries to hide from the law, well, that's a whole different story. But the police aren't there to help them. But they are there to protect the people that need help in society or that need guidance. And you don't hear those stories all the time, Marcus. No, and it's really a shame that like they get pushed to the back and there's these attempts to further divide the ones that have taken the oath to protect and serve us. Uh, we're demon, demonizing them. And then at the same exactly. time, you know, we further demonize it, uh, those who, you know, want to find ways to communicate with them and find middle ground. The thing I want to leave you on this story before I go to the next, I have another police story. But before I end this story, I want to just tell you, it's not the policeman's fault for something that happens. It's either you or somebody else. Now, the somebody else might say you did something. And if that person calls and tells the police you did something, well, they have to believe it because that's their job. But when they later find out that you didn't do that or that that person was just trying to scapegoat themselves to get you in trouble, well, then they put their smart hat on and like, you know, uh, they may not come out and apologize to you, but you're going to see they're going to change their ways because they're going to know who's good and who's trying to play the system. That's really what it is, Marcus. Right. So be friends to your local uh, policeman. If you're somebody, though, that does steal, unfortunately, uh, you may not become friendly with the police. No, or if you're somebody that's uh, uh, being out for a warrant, well, you may not think uh, they're your friends. But you have to ask yourself, uh, why did you get in that predicament in the first place? That's yeah. the question you have to ask yourself. Yeah, there's there's a movie that I used to love called Liar Liar, and you know uh, his friend calls him and asks him for advice on Jim Curry, and he, okay, he says, uh, you know, um, I, I'm going to jail again, and he said, what should I do? And Jim Curry says, stop breaking the law. <laughs> so- <laughs> exactly, stop breaking the law. When when you get somebody and they're trying to do good things, and they see you're doing good things. I'm not saying that you're up on a billboard saying I'm the best person or I'm a model citizen, but when they see your character and other people see your character, because a lot of people are jealous of you even having that popularity with them. Right. Because they're doing things wrong, and they're all upset because they're not getting that edge. And the reason they're not getting that edge is they don't deserve that edge. 
They're not doing anything special for you. They're doing that for you because you're a good person. It's not politics. And I think a lot of people don't get that. Just don't get it. There was another police story. We'll keep this one brief. Uh, in Minneapolis, I'm not sure if you heard about this one. When um, a geofence warrant at Floyd was protested, the report said that Google was ordered to turn over some users' account information to the court for the Floyd protest. So the police in Minneapolis got a search warrant and uh, Google provided the account data on the people who were near a protest that turned violent two days after the killing of George Floyd last year. So it's amazing how technology is storing a lot of information. And I say this to you for two reasons. Your phone is a great device, but it does track you. And if you're not doing anything wrong, Marcus, that shouldn't really bother anybody. I understand there's the issue of privacy. I get that. But remember, they're not coming after your data unless you've done something wrong. They don't care that, you know, you're at your girlfriend or your boyfriend's an extra 10 minutes or you went it late at night. They don't care about that. They don't care that... uh you know, you, you went to a store. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Or they don't care about any of that stuff. They care about it when it becomes important because of behaviors that puts you possibly at the scene of a crime. Mm. And they need to validate or invalidate that information. So, um, you know, Minneapolis had some awakenings because of this. And the police believe that the so-called umbrella man was actually a white supremacist trying to spark violence at the protest. So there's lots of speculation. But at the end of the day, Google and all these players, Amazon, when they say they're ordered, they have something called a subpoena for those of you guys that are watching us tonight and don't know what I mean. So a lot of information is confidential. And a lot of times you will see something say, that we will not share any of this information with any third parties unless ordered by a court. That's the only time. So your information is very secure in a lot of places. I'm not saying everywhere, but a lot of places that say your information is secure and you can see that they will not share with anybody, they're just making sure that there is a checks and balance system in place. So if something did go wrong, we can apprehend the person that's guilty and let off the person uh, that's innocent. 
I can't tell you how many times, Marcus, I see people getting in trouble, uh, going to jail. And you know what, Marcus? It's not even their fault. Yeah. That's the thing I think that is so uh, amazing uh, that that's happening. So the technology is there. And I don't want people to be fearful of it, but I want you to understand that this information can actually help clear innocent people. So there is a benefit to this. And as long as the information doesn't get exploited in a way that is unnecessary because there's no suspicion or court case or anything, then I think we have to have some bit of this in place. After all, that's what warrants are for. Uh, you know, when they have the warrants and they have a, a search warrant or they have a uh, uh, a request, a, a subpoena by the court, it's to find an information that somebody's hiding. And technology tracks information, tracks it sometimes too well. But if you're not doing anything wrong, nobody really cares about your personal life. They care about how your life is affecting somebody else. Are you causing someone pain? Are you threatening someone? That's what they're about, Marcus. They don't care what you're doing in your life, right? Right. They just care about what information you may or may not have or who you were involved with. That's why they uh, subpoenaed those records of the people that were around that, that protest and that were involved. So... The police are here to help us. I know we're going to hear different stories all the time, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to the fact that you just have to realize they're there to do a job and they enforce the law, but the decisions they make can come from a couple places. They can make an arrest because of something they see wrong, but that's not often. Mm -hmm. They can be told to do something by the superiors or their chief. But lots of time, Marcus, they don't often agree with what they're told to do. And that comes from the court. They're just there to enforce the rules. You might have heard something once when you go to a store and, uh, you know, you want to get the best price. And the person says, well, I can't do anything or I can't do any better for you. Um, I just do what I'm told and I can't do any better than what's on the price. you got to talk to somebody else. That has power. I understand that you're not uh, able or have the liberty to change the price. That's why I need to speak with your manager before I'm even willing to consider making this purchase. One of two things is going to happen, Marcus. They're going to let you speak to them or you're going to say goodbye. Sayonara. Thanks for your time. Yeah, sometimes you start walking for that door. They get a little they get a little nervous when you start walking for the door, especially in the car dealership. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they do. There's there's power in the walk away, you know, uh, just sometimes just walking away and and then giving people the, the wonder in their head what's going to happen next uh, is is enough for them to, you know, kind of budge on, you know, some of the things that may be holding up whatever you're trying to accomplish. And, you know, because there's there's definitely a, other 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 safe and good, healthy steps you can take that's above the low level. Uh, step you might be trying to take right then and there. Yes, yes, exactly. So definitely those things to consider. 
and uh, people just need to be understanding of, of what's going on. But uh, diverting off of our interesting uh, police uh, dramas that we had here, uh, the PS5 is the ultimate Easter egg. How Sony has designed the PS5's ultimate Easter egg. It has a controller that has 40,000 tiny PlayStation symbols on it. Now, we're going to talk about this. This is just so amazing. It's something you can't see, Marcus, but something you have to experience and touch. The DualSense controllers use dual motorized triggers. They're designed in a very specific way so that you'll be able to feel exactly how things would be. And this specific thing about this uh, dual motorized trigger and the designs I was telling you about, they're all created by hand. Wow. In such a way you can feel every texture, every bump, every ridge. It has haptic and adaptive triggers. Now we've talked about that before, where when you touch certain things, you can have them feel, you can have the tactile uh, uh, sensations, realistic tensions of the joysticks uh, in proportionality to the game or the experience. So I, I like what they're doing with this controller. I think it's kind of amazing, but I never heard of a controller that you have to experience and not just see your touch. But just knowing what they had to do to create that design, that intricate design, and that's why they call it the Easter egg. Because when you decorate an Easter egg, you're supposed to take time after you dunk it in and out of the colors. And they spent a lot of time. It was all done by hand, Marcus, no machines. That's amazing. They hand drew every single one of those um, pieces. You know, That's, this is this is definitely a peek into what's going to come in the far future for PS5. And they're just setting the standard early. They're they're setting the standard and they're putting a bar that's going to need to be raised yeah. and keep getting raised. And as we start, let's say, uh, exciting people with possible experiences, they're going to have to step it up even more. Because now that they've rolled this little uh, can out, they're going to have to get a lot more innovative and people are going to expect it. Yeah, they're going to be looking out for this. And it really makes you appreciate now the brand and don't mind paying the price tag anymore. Exactly. It, when you know quality is going into something and you know so much intricate detail, that makes people want to pay a little bit more. I mean, I know, I think I was telling you a while back, a, a dishwasher I have, Bosch starts with an entry level and then they go all the way up. And the only difference between some features is how the dishwasher is made. Is it have solid metal on the sides or does it have insulation around it? And some of the more expensive ones have less features on them, but they're even quieter than their most quiet models. So you pay a little bit for a name. You pay where you should be paying for quality. Right. A name has some value, but you don't want to pay totally for a name. You want to know you're getting something and uh, that you have a way to track that when you get it. And just knowing that this particular thing they did, 
they actually put this under a microscope. It was a Nikon LV100 microscope. And uh, it was roughly 15 microns tall and another 30 microns um, tall. That's amazing, Marcus. That truly is. That's truly innovative. And I can't appreciate it anymore. Boy, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's to come. Yeah, a, a lot a lot is definitely going to come. And uh, the question is, are people ready for this type of technology? Are they ready to spend this kind of money? Are they going to keep it safe in their, home, in their homes? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I get, I, I get kind of uh, afraid of that. If people keeping these type of high quality pieces of technology safe in their homes. You, you know how people are. I think people can get pretty careless with this type of stuff, and and it's smashed. Uh, yep, the PS5 is uh, coming on the market right under five hundred bucks. Which is still pretty, pretty competitive. Yes, and if you want to get the PS5 with Maiden NFL, it's only nine twenty nine ninety six. Raises the price a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying a little more money for that game, basically. Yeah. But I really like what they've done and how they're bringing the realistic environment into an experience. That's right on your couch or your living room or your dining room table or your chair. I mean, they're just they're transporting you into another world. I mean, first we saw it with the we talked about the virtual reality and uh, uh, the augmented reality, which, by the way, there's an article on on um, our website, jmor.com under social and go to blogs and you'll be able to, to read that article from last week. What's happening is just fascinating. And I think. We have to do more than just see something. We have to experience it. And when we do that, our mind's going to have problems realizing whether this is real or is this imagination. It's the way to take away some of the suffering, reduce some of the suffering that's happening for a lot of people's lives. And I think what a lot of brands like PS5 has really seen over the course of the years is that we, it, a lot of people want to escape this reality, so let's give them a, another place for them to escape to. It's an escape uh, of reality, and it's also a transportation into a different type of world. Yeah. A world that can aliven our senses in a way equal to or maybe even more than the real world can but that's so much scary though how could something be more realistic than the real world <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> boy you're putting us in some deep thought there john <laughs> so. definitely am now a lot of people have been waiting in the line for their covid uh first vaccination shot and others uh, have already gotten their shot. But the people that got their shot, they're proud. And they want to brag, you know, that they got it and they want to let their friends know, yeah, we got it and really pleased about it. Okay. 
identity thieves are waiting for you to just take that information and post it online. Some of them, Marcus, are even pretending to be healthcare officials to try to help you with your situation and file false claims. Oh, wow. So the moral of the story here is don't, don't, don't post your COVID vaccination card on any social media or any website. Because there'll be somebody out there. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's not only going to take that vaccination card, but they're going to come after your identity and they're going to steal it. And if you don't have an identity protection service, that might be costing you a few million dollars. Talk about throwing your money away. Yes, that's a good yes. way, fast way to do it. <laughs> and boy, HIPAA, HIPAA laws are still still in place here and, and we are avoiding them. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Well, you know, when when you think about all this stuff and, you know, where we were, what was it, a few years ago or something? I mean, nobody really understood this, right, or where it was going to go. I mean, we all knew about, about HIPAA and everything that was going to happen, but I don't think people really understood what was going to go on. You know, they didn't really fathom what it meant to have their personal data stored or shared or what the consequences of that could be. Well, we have a very interesting guest coming up uh, also part of the, uh, the uh, transform uh, you podcast family. Uh, Her name is Nancy Mello. Uh, She's an animal intuitive, an animal communicator. She's a psychic medium and a clairvoyant, and she can connect to people and pets that have passed. Uh, She can help you make decisions about the future and let go of the past. Uh, When Nancy's not helping clients, which she really enjoys, um, she likes to be with people and animals. She serves her town in a small elected position with an emphasis on public schools, recreation, and the environment, and of course, animal welfare. Please help me welcome to the stage Nancy uh, Mello, who will be uh, talking with me and I'll be interviewing her about what she's doing and how her business has changed during uh, the current pandemic period. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. I am so glad today to be with another fellow uh, lady podcaster here on the Transform You uh, Media Network, Psychic Nancy Mello. Uh, welcome, Nancy. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. 
And, you know, with the pandemic, a lot has changed. But before I ask you about the pandemic, what got you into being a psychic? What got you into your field? Uh, well, I went to school for it. Didn't you know there's a certain degree at the at the college at the University of Hogwarts that you can go and get a degree in psychic ability? No, um, no. Tr truth be told, um, I was born with the ability. Uh, I I knew always knew that I had people around me. At a young age, I could feel just people around me. And I grew up in the country in Northern California. And these people became my playmates. I couldn't see them, but I knew they were around. My first real uh, experience with someone that had passed on was when I was about six. After Soon after my grandmother had died, I was playing with the last toys that she had uh, given us. And it was like these blocks, and they were called little nagels. And... I was playing with them thinking, well, what would grandma say about these? And all of a sudden I heard in my head at six years old, all you remember about me are those damn old magles. And I said, what? So I went to my mom, mom, this is what grandma just said. She said, all I remember is da, 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 da. And my mom said, oh my gosh. And from that point on, I was on a lot of medication until I was uh, 18. I, cause I could, feel people around me and I could hear them. And I noticed that when I told people what I felt that uh, I would get medication, <laughs> I would, I would get even on more medication. So uh, my childhood was, was pretty messy. Uh, but it wasn't until uh, I was able to break free of that kind of get off all this horrible medication where uh, they, they, you know, I, I had every kind of diagnosis thrown at me, but it wasn't until my my late teens, early 20s, that I realized that I did indeed have abilities. And not only that of speaking with people that had passed over, but pets as well. So I, uh, I, it was just kind of a party trick. I did it to get dates with cute boys in my 20s in Seattle. Uh, I did go to, I went to college and I got degrees in political science and women's studies. So I, I was working and, and just, it was, it was, it was just a fun thing that I had with my friends. And it wasn't until just a couple of years ago that I really felt a need. Uh, I just suffered from depression and anxiety and I felt the need to really start being open with my abilities. And so I just create a website and here we go. That's amazing. So I think it's about following your journey in life and, and yeah. following your passion, I think is so important. I always say, you know, you, you don't want to live someone else's life. You want to live the life that's in your heart. Wow, Even if good. someone else may not agree with your life. Now, I'm not saying to be a bad person. I'm just saying you need to live a life that you're going to be happy with uh, every single day. That's the most important thing. And when somebody else wants you to live that other life, well, hey, this is my life. Exactly. Exactly. That's the most important thing. Living we have to have that respect for each other. So. With the pandemic, uh, we're all in this kind of lockdown situation. What can you tell us about, you know, your business? Has it changed a lot with doing readings virtually or has that affected anything or not really? So actually, my business has increased tenfold because 
of the pandemic when everyone's home. So I actually do all of my readings virtually. I do it over Zoom or Google Hangouts. I offer always offer a couple of options or a few options, but I'm actually getting people from all over the world because we're all stuck inside, not just in the States, not just in Canada, but all over the world. So I am getting people from countries that I've never even heard of. I There's a small country off the coast of Africa that I recently chatted with, uh, and it was it was just insane because I actually had to look on a map and I think I'm OK with geography, but I had never heard of this place. But so it's really amazing the connections that I'm starting to make. So prior to the pandemic, I did a lot of people prefer to do the readings in person and we would go and we'd meet at the shore. I'm, I'm up in New England. We would meet somewhere and then we would do phone calls if someone wasn't able to be in person. So actually my worldwide audience has has completely, in terms of, of accessibility, has completely exploded because you have a lot of people, uh, you know, perhaps that maybe were hesitant to do a Zoom conversation, to do something on Google Hangouts or even FaceTime. And now we're all doing it. It's not just, you know, Zooming with, uh, you know, doctor's appointments, but we're doing it with family. And so it's becoming a lot more comfortable, but it's also making it a lot more accessible because so many more people are using this virtual experience that now it's turning in something, not just for, you know, doctor's appointments, it's becoming something that you use every single day of your life. So, uh, Nancy, with all these things happening, I know one thing I learned about you and reading a little on your website is that you've actually helped find many pets. Can you tell us about that? That was pretty interesting. So last year, so I only started helping lost pets last year in, uh, I believe, right before the pandemic in March. And, and so I'd been working with animals off and on. And I, uh, I had a mess, a random kind of message on social media. Uh, hey, can you help me find my dog? My dog has, uh, has diabetes. He's, he's going, he's, we're worried about him passing. And we were able to find him in the nick of time, right where we said, I said he was down a long dirt road and this was in Long Island. And I remember the owners going long dirt road. We're in Long Island. Like, what are you talking about? But sure enough, Oliver was found down a dirt road and just in the nick of time. Thank goodness. So last year from March to December, I found 20 animals. I found uh, 10 cats, nine dogs, and one mini mule. And this year in the in the first 17 days of 2021, I have found five cats. So we're 2021 is looking to a good start, two of which were stolen animals this year. So yeah, so I, I and I work, I help find stolen animals or stolen and lost animals all over the world. Uh, just recently, I lost cat in Switzerland and in Oman. So for those of the, the viewers that may or may not have uh, some psychic intuitions or understand this, there's different types of psychic, aren't there? There's like a clairvoyant. Can you explain some of those for us? So I don't like to use big words. I uh, <laughs> I don't okay. like to, you know, I, I, so I'm psychic. I, I have the ability to have i'm i'm intuitive i a clairvoyant i have the ability to see the future so on my own show life psychic readings with nancy which is every friday night right after your show jay is i so a lot of people are when am i going to get a job when is you know I, I also do a COVID report where we're talking about the pandemic what i'm feeling for this pandemic so that's clairvoyant then you have psychic which is really just kind of an all over term for being sensitive then you have the mediumship. So I'm able to connect with people 
that have passed over people and pets, which leads you into animal psychic, animal communicator. So I'm able to communicate with cat, pets all over the world, pets, animals, generally animals all over the world mm -hmm. uh, that are living and passed over. So I, you know, and what's wonderful is when these kind of mediums come together. So not too long ago, I was connecting uh, with someone that had just recently passed over and I was talking to his sister and he showed me this beautiful German shepherd and I had no idea who it was. And I said, okay, this is, you know, he's showing me next to the shepherd and she started crying and she said, that was our dog that we grew up with. And so he was showing her that he was all right and he was safe and sound with his shepherd. So it's really neat when those things come together on my, on my website. And professionally, I do offer readings that you can do both. You can connect with your cats. Maybe you want to see what's going on with them, but you also want to know what's going on in your love life. So that's very common to, to kind of do, kind of do it all in a reading. And for me, it's very, I don't even think about switching back and forth between clairvoyance and animals and people. To me, it's, it's you're, I'm using the same muscle. I'm using the same part of my brain. It's just kind of accessing a different part. Well, I promised you when I had you on the show that I would let you do a little reading for me. So if you would like to tell me what you see or any advice, uh, we can let our viewers uh, get a firsthand count of what this is like and uh, see a little bit about what you do. Yeah, I would love that. And actually, it's really interesting. Speaking of abilities and things that are happening while I was talking, my light just screwed up. Look at that. That's that's really funny. So that's a sign. It was a sign. <laughs> Look at that. It just kind of blinked on and off. And um, yeah, so I'm gonna get this other light so you can see me a little bit more clearly. That was a little wonka doodle. I've never had that happen before. I'm gonna call my daughter over. Can you turn on the light behind me, please? Um, yeah, that was crazy because it literally just went woof. Okay, so talk about, and I don't have, like some people have that power to like make things like turn on and off like that. I do not. So for the record, that was all, that was, that was very, not me, um, but that was a sign. Something's going on. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so, uh, and we chatted a little bit about this before the show. So I, I think you're incredibly driven. I think uh, you are a perfectionist. You, you, you're you a little cutthroat. Like I'd, I wouldn't want to get on your bad side. I wouldn't want to uh, do, do you wrong in business. I think you are one of those people that if, if you feel wronged, now I think you're fair. But when it's true that someone's wronged you, you go for the neck, like you go for it. Um, I, I, you know, I think in your relationships, I think you have a hard time letting people in. Uh, and I know for the record, I know nothing about your personal life. Um, but I, I think you have a hard time letting people in. I think you have a hard time trusting people. I think you've been hurt. And so you kind of have this protective air about you. But in business, I think that you you just have an incredible drive. I do see you, and I've talked to you about this before. I, I I see you continuing on, and I see you getting, I see you completely blowing up. Like I really, I think for everyone listening and watching the show, Jay, you are, I mean, I, I, well, cause I call you Jay Moore. So <laughs> That's Jay, right. Jay, so I call you Jay, you know, it's you're on, you are just people better get on because you're about to take off and we're going to be saying, we knew you win. I really do. I think you're going to be incredibly successful. But with that, I, I do think that your, your inability or not inability because you have a hard time trusting because you have been burned in business relationships before. I think it's going to be one of those things where you, you're going to have to jump. 
you're going to have to jump and it's going to be, it's going to freak you out, but you're going to have to make some decisions where you just jump. No skydiving, Nancy. I won't no, do that. No, no skydiving. I'm, I'm talking about in business. You're gonna just you don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're going to have to take some big chances um, without really knowing if it's going to pan out. So, okay. you know. Well, there, there, there's, there's one that we talked about in the show, not to get the details, but where there was one in the show that I have to take a jump to do. And it was making an investment for something to happen. And, and that, that was a jump. So when you mentioned that. That, that <laughs> maybe, maybe I. Tough. It, it, that one's tough. I think there's going to be other ones coming and I wouldn't worry too much about, about an, one not coming, like missing your chance. You're, you're definitely, there's something else coming, at least something. I, I don't know if someone's following you. There's someone else coming in and within the next, by the end of the year, for sure, you're going to be in a completely different mindset. I have been so area. grateful, Nancy, you know, cause you know, the show is probably now, Ugh, almost not quite a year old. Uh, I had the show over five or six years ago and it was just a small show and it was on um, one of these little networks that I started myself. Mm-hmm. And then I went national. The show had a lot more people. Yeah. And then one of the people in government called in actually to uh, my company and asked, uh, we'd like to advertise. So I figured, great, I'll give them yep. the station's information and let them advertise. They gave them around three or four million dollars. That's to me. Didn't get a penny of that. And they bought out my Thursday slot, 9 to 10 p.m. And now Thursday nights from 9 to 10 is not my show. Again, it was just an audio show. And then COVID happened and everything was fine. But what I noticed was that I wasn't still ready to do anything, but I just felt like playing. So I started an unboxing channel, which has slowly been taking off, mm-hmm. slowly, and a review channel. And then um, met a great co-host, uh, Marcus, who we both know. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like it was the right time to get back into the show again. I hadn't planned this. But now it was going to really step it up because we're going to do video. I'm like, I never do video. And so now it was a video show. And so I got involved with it, did a couple shows. I'm like, oh, this is fun. But then after the third or fourth show, I'm like, I was really getting into this. I mean, I just love finding great guests and having people and just getting to know them and understand them. So that's what's been fun for me. And to be here and to just, you know, be on camera with people. I don't think if COVID was here that I would probably be doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's because I would have expected the people to be coming into me. But now because of COVID, it's kind of accepted that your guests are pretty much remote. And I think it's going to stay like that for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Even like ABC, NBC, CBS, you don't have to go to their studio to be on TV. 
which is kind of neat. So if we did a bird's eye quick view, what, what do you see for me coming up in the next seven days? Anything that I should know seven or anything you see in the next seven days? Yeah, all I can sense for the next seven days is you're going to have a couple more shows. You're recording a couple more shows. Um, I think you're going to be making a tough decision. A tough decision. Tough decision. But it's I'm I I'm not the one to tell you whether to do or not. I just know that it's a tough decision. And I gave you my thoughts before the show. Yeah. But, but I I would be a little bit wary. But as far as my path as a serial entrepreneur and going that way, I know I think, that's I my you're, you're gonna that's, that's my destiny. I, I, I was never I destined to work for it. someone. I was never destined to work for someone else. No. 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 Tried that. Didn't work. I just, I just don't see it. I, I mean, you're definitely a mover. Like you definitely, you, it's interesting because you were very controlled and you were very concise and you are very, you know, electronics at this stuff. This stuff is very comfortable for you because you understand it, which is why I love the fact that you are so, you know, even having this conversation about how, you know, it, it, you're being open to things, you're open to new ideas, but you definitely have your little safe box. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in the future, whatever it is, I do feel like it's going to be a national level. I do feel like it's going to be either on a major network. Something is going to happen. And I and I, I can't put my finger on what it is. Something with a network or something with a cable show, something where you're going to be on TV, not okay. just in a podcast form. I'm There's going to ask you something, Nancy, not for me. So many of you may not know, but I'm also president of the Franklin Lakes Chamber of Commerce which is a true 501c3, so we're a charity. Mm -hmm. And uh, we may be asking you to be part of maybe a helping us find some lost pets down the road. So we might talk about that. But the reason I bring that up is, so I've been trying to get our chamber to grow, and we're probably over 50 members now and growing. What do you see for our chamber and also the events that we're starting to put together? Because this is in Franklin people, Lakes. Is this in Franklin Lakes, but people are attending our events from other places too. What this do you see for the chamber Jersey, and right? also, what's that? New Jersey? New Jersey, yes. Okay. I, I just, I just for our chamber where we're going, and also how it's going to be um, getting off. Because right now we have a lot of people that support us, but there's always those people in the back that you know they don't want to give their support because the Joneses didn't give their support. Now I don't know the Joneses; they just, but yeah. that that's a figure of speech, or you know, you know, they they didn't jump on the bandwagon, so. What do you see about that? And, I, and I'm talking about from local level, political I, level. I think, unfortunately, locally, I think you're going to take a hit because of, and I think it's COVID. I think it's financially. I think the people that mainly support, or not mainly, that have been supporting Franklin Links, I think, I think we're all taking a hit financially. I mean, I just, I think it's understandable. I think this year is going to be a hard year for you. I, I mean, as far as the chamber, I think every... I also serve locally in my community and I think every community is taking a hit. Every community is having a hard time with donations. And I just think that's the way it's going to be. I think it's going to be a hard couple of years to try and get that donation, those donations in. I think by turning your energy out, like for instance, finding lost pets or doing more things to help the community in that respect, and you're, you're going to get more exposure so that when people do have the funds, I think it's going to be easier to bring them in. Does that make sense? But yeah, so right we, now, we try to do, we try to do our events and we do three events. Actually, mm -hmm. the first month of every quarter, we do an interactive online speed networking event. We charge oh. for them. Yeah. The second month, we actually do a virtual table to table networking. The third month, we do something different or we do what I call uh, a scavenger hunt. 
We plant things and you have to be part of a random team that we've assigned you to. And you have to move around our screen to find things. Then later you get to talk about them. So I just believe in somebody would say thinking outside the box. Well, I just crush the box and I get rid of the box. Um, and I guess the only other thing I probably would want to know, because obviously some things are kind of uh, things you're not supposed to know yet. I've been working really hard on getting my unboxing channel to its next level. And I don't feel that the vendors are still being as cooperative as they should be. What, what do you see that we need to do to get that to the next level? That's been a little bit challenging. I think, honestly, other things are going to take priority. If okay. I had to say one thing will fall off, it perhaps might be that. And so I the, the, so the, the show and things like that and guests and stuff like that, is that? I I think your energy is, both, is best served elsewhere, is what I'll say. Okay. So more toward the show? Yes. And, and, I, and I really enjoy doing the show. The show is just, it's so much fun. When I sit down and I talk with someone, it's like, where did the time go? Yeah, I, like, just, I think as far as the unboxing, I think, I think you'll always do your podcast, like you say, because it's fun. I just think the unboxing part of it is just not, I, I just don't feel like it's, I, there are so many people that unbox and there's, it, 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 I think what you do is unique. I don't feel like the concept is unique, if that makes sense. I think okay. your gift is you have a gift of Gav, you have a gift of of understanding. And that's going to come through in your podcast and what something that's going to come out in another media form. But in terms, I mean, I, I think it's it's great to do. I just don't think it's going to get you the return. And this we is would just well, we would just like to see a few companies maybe donate me some products. That's what we're hoping for. I, maybe I, not 10 a week, but we would like to see some free products donated. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I'm with you too. Like I, I just, I think that there's, there's, you're, you're with heavy competition. It, it's just, it's just what I'm hearing, but this is also what I love to do. You know, I do quick 30 minute readings for people where I do exactly this. I have real estate competition, uh, competitions, consultations. I love doing real estate consultations. It's so much fun. Um, I, and I do 30 minute readings. It's just like a 30 minute person reading where we do, we talk business. And I love this. I love talking about other arenas because you don't realize that intuition can go into any part of your life. It's not just your love life. It's not just your kids or your health, but intuition and psychic abilities can be used in, you know, finances can be used in jobs, can be used in hiring. I was speaking with one person in uh, the press and they were saying that they used to have an intuitive that would uh, give uh, in, in that wrote for like the a financial paper and they would give their tips for the stock market. And they were surprised how often she was right on. So it's interesting where, you know, intuition and psychic abilities, they are, they go kind of beyond the life coach spectrum because it's not just, well, what do you feel? It's, this is what I'm seeing for you. Like for instance, for you, John, and I tell it to you straight. I don't, you know, I'm like, look, this isn't going to work. No, there's no chocolate covered caramel or anything. People, if good. you want rainbows and sunshine, you can go down to the palm reader down the street and you can <laughs> pay for the happy, happy, joy, joy. But I'll tell it to you straight, but I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't sugarcoat it, but at the same time, I give you practical, real advice. And the stuff I'm hearing is truly like, it's not just coming out of thin air. It really is coming from a higher power. And I believe that 
everything I say should be able to be proven. I believe, I believe first and foremost in science. And I believe like my abilities, we've been able to trace back on both sides of my family. I had a great, great grandfather in the early 1900s that had a wow. healing church in Los Angeles. So the, this, this ability has come down from both lines, which they often find has, but what I'm really interested in is getting a platform so that we can, I'd love to help with research. I'd love to undergo a CT scan while I'm doing a reading to see what parts of my brain are firing and how we can use that to understand. Very similar to Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm not sure if you know him. He's amazing. He actually broke bones in his body wow. and it was because of a truck or a car. He did not get surgery and he healed them all through his mind. That's fascinating. And I well, believe there's a lot of power in that. No, well, you know, actually the ancient Greeks knew about cats and the healing power of purring. Uh, there's an ancient Greek saying that says, uh, you know, if you want to heal, uh, put a bunch of broken bones with a cat alone in a room. And they are finding that cats and every cat has a purr at a little variation of a vibration and that that vibration heals. So really? Yeah, yeah. Look, look at Google it. Look it up. There's actual evidence with cats and vibration. And funny enough, uh, a few years ago, I was suffering from costochondritis, which is um, inflammation of the rib cage. And oh, wow. I had this cat who was very connected with me. And he and I was just laying there, didn't say anything. And he came and he laid on my chest and he moved around in a circle for an hour. And I kid you not, it helped. I don't know how or why, but it's, but so the, the research is there, the science is there. And I believe that what I say can be proven. I'm not one of those people that's, you know, I, I realized that when I wanted to do this as a business, I wanted to do this on my own terms. I didn't want to have a crystal ball and a little veil over my head. That's not my spiel. I, I wanted to give people facts. I wanted to give people hope. I, but at the same time, I wanted to tell people there's nothing to be afraid of. Like the scariest thing about me is my dance moves. I, I dance like Elaine from Seinfeld. But other than that, you know, I am completely normal. But because of my education background in political science and women's studies, and I also uh, have a background in criminology, I, I, I have the understanding of various areas. So it's not just like I'm, I'm you know, I'm talking out of thin air. Like I, 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 I do enjoy helping others, but I enjoy helping others with a purpose. So for instance, if I'm able to help you and maybe if you can avoid some pitfalls, that's, right. you know, I, I could have, you know, just, I, I don't have any more boys to kiss because I've been married for 13 years. So that the fun's over with trying to get boys to kiss me. Um, but I could have just kept this, this gift to myself and my friends. And I, my, my husband's active duty Navy and the, mm -hmm. he's actually uh, due to be deployed very soon. And I could have just very well kept this quiet, but it wouldn't have helped. And if I can help one person, if I can help you, you know, then then the world is better for it. Uh, and thank, I don't, thank you very and thank you very much for your husband's service. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, he, he appreciates it too. He's about two years from retirement, and this is his swan song, and <laughs> they're putting him on a carrier. So, you oh. know. Yeah, it's are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992 now in Lowry or downtown.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's it's good times, but it's needed. It's needed. And so I will do my duty and I will still do readings and my kids will hang out next to me when I'm doing them with headphones on and we'll just keep on because that's what you have to do. Because part of being successful, they say, you know, one of the, the top qualities of someone that's successful is the ability to change, the ability to change and 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 be OK with it and maneuver around it and not get flustered and not you know, get caught up in the emotion of it, but be able to move around. Like a chameleon. Yeah. Very similar to in the army where they wear camouflage so that they can, you know, blend in with everything. Uh, But I always tell people uh, something really interesting is, is that if everyone likes you, Nancy, in business, now I'm not saying people hate me because they don't, they like me. But if everyone likes me every single second of the time, that means that I am not bringing my A game. And you said it before about being competitive. So I am nice, but I do understand something that I only learned two years ago is that you have to bring your A game. And if somebody says, oh, you're not being nice, or you're not being thoughtful. No, I'm not bringing my A game. I'm not being competitive enough. I don't need you to like me 24-7. And so my phrase is, it's just business. Now, that doesn't mean you're not nice to people. It just means that you have to stay focused on something. And I tell people, success is not the end. Success is the journey. So one of the things I do every single day is there's something called 369. You might have heard of it. So you take three goals. You think about them six times a day and for nine seconds each goal. I do seven goals. Write them down. Think about them six times a day for nine seconds. And when you do that, you create a space for them to come into your life. They said something wise a long time ago, that everything that became reality started in the mind. So we actually create things twice. So a quick story about that, where I'm actually sitting today in my production center. When this was getting built, before it was even designed, I was thinking in my mind what it was going to look like, what my office was going to look like, what the doors were going to look like, what security was going to look like, what the walls were going to look like, where the machines were going to be placed, the layout of the office, like everything, the doors. And um, when we finished the office production center about a year ago, I look back and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, this looks exactly like the way I envisioned it. I'm like, oh, that can't be. I'm like, yeah, it does. It looks like almost exact. I mean, let's say 99.9%, but it was pretty exact. And I just couldn't believe um, that, you know, you could just think about it. And I guess when you think about something, it's not that it causes magic. So I don't want people to think it's magic. It causes you to take the steps to cause that to happen. So when I was doing the designing, not really thinking about the design, my brain was already on autopilot to the way I wanted it, how it was being designed, 
but I didn't really physically go back and think about what I was manifesting. It just kind of came out. So when you think about something, it manifests. You know, we, we put the attention on something. That's what actually uh, is becomes from that reality. But the thing is, a lot of people, they start thinking about something and then they give up too soon. Like, okay, I just thought about something. Now, the good thing is, is that if you think about a dinosaur or a gorilla or an elephant being in your living room, well, they're not just going to, you know, poof, show up. There is a buffer of time between them showing up. But a lot of people start thinking about things, Nancy, and then they give up. I say something that a lot of people have said after a wise person. The only difference between success and failure is the ones that are successful, they just hang on just a little bit longer. That's the only difference. And success uh, really is when you've achieved your goals, but it is the journey. And if you've said that you failed, well, you haven't really failed unless you've quit. And if you haven't quit, you haven't failed. You may not have succeeded yet, but you haven't failed. And I think sometimes that gets confusing for people like, well, I haven't reached my goal yet. Okay, you haven't reached your goal, but you haven't failed because you haven't quit. And I think that's something that gets a lot of people stuck in the head about, you know, where do they go? But in terms of, you know, our world and our energy and everything that's around us, um, I truly believe in what Dr. Joe Dispenza says is that, you know, when we focus on nothing being no one, no time and nothing, we truly can manifest our reality, which is interesting because it's kind of like you give your brain a chance to formulate things that it normally wouldn't do because you're so busy. Uh, and by quieting the mind, it actually helps us to connect to these nuances that I guess didn't really uh, show up before because we're so focused on what it is. So you have to ask for what you want and then you have to step back and then just like you put an order in at a restaurant, you have to wait for your order to be served. And you have to be patient and you have to be grateful for everything you have. Yeah, I, I completely agree. You know, when I am in readings, I I am completely mindful. It's 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 um it's like I just kind of I turn my brain off and a lot of people say, well, how do you do it? How do you do it? I don't I don't think about it. I just do it. Whatever comes to me is meant to come to me. Every when you ask me a question, it's what it's what comes to me. It's instinct. It just is there. But during a reading, I am I'm not thinking about, you know, my husband or anything else. I am. 100% present and being mindful and being in that moment. And it's so funny because, you know, you know, we'll, we'll do meditations and we'll do, you know, affirmations. But for me, my mindful time is when I'm in readings, when I'm, that's my Zen time, because I'm truly connected to that other part of my brain that is not on usually, except when it's called on. So for me, it's just, it's a very Zen time that I just am able to click into whatever needs to be said. And I, and I truly believe it. I mean, I've never heard anything bad. I've never heard anything menacing. I've never heard anything, you know, evil or ne negative, you know, but sometimes it is truly um, it, telling people to, the truth. And even if it's not what they necessarily want to hear, it's what they need to hear. And, and I never, I never tell anyone bad news without prefacing. Are you sure you want to know? Are you sure this is something you're ready for? And then I always say, I could be wrong. 
I, I could be wrong. Psychics are wrong all the time. I mean, we, we the only person that's ever 100% right or the only thing is, is the universe is God. So even in my own little psychic friends network, as I call it, my 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 group of friends that that we connect with, there's we're going to be wrong. And that's that's when you rely on each other. But that's also when there's a reason for being wrong. But that's also why I'm not intuitive about myself. I wish I was. I would, you know, I I, don't, I, I would make my kids behave and I would make the dog stop barking, you know, uh, but I'm not this gift isn't for myself. It's for other people. So being mindful is the first step in just living your truth. And I know you were saying, talking about what you do uh, every day. I remember, so I, I have no business experience. I never wanted, and I think this is why, I think the universe has a sense of humor. It has to be because I never wanted to own my own business. I failed accounting in college. <laughs> I, uh, I, I had no interest in anything mm -hmm. financial. It just, I'm very much a, you know, a liberal arts. I'm very much a social sciences kind of person. I'm very interested in human behavior. I'm not interested in uh, how the tax algorithm. I'm very interested in political science. I'm very interested in statistics, but I'm not interested in the GDP of Canada. So that being <laughs> said, uh, you know, I remember I, but it was a middle of the night brainstorm where I was sitting there and I was feeling very sad. And I just said, what can I do? What can I do that would involve this gift that how can I help people? How can I kind of let this burden of this gift how can I, how can I turn this around? And I created the website at 5am on a whim. My husband woke up an hour later and I told him I spent a couple hundred dollars on a website. And he looked at me and he said, okay. And he turned around, and went to bed. He, he thought he was never going to see that money again. But I remember uh, a few days after I was, I was walking the dogs and I had this epiphany. And again, I'm not thinking about myself, but I had this feeling that I was going to be successful. I've never felt this in my entire life. I had this feeling I was going to be successful. I just knew that there was a reason why I was being called to do this. And it truly is a calling. I call it a calling. Mm -hmm. I knew that there was a reason that I was going down this path. And I remember I was speaking with a client once and I said, you know, I don't want to make a million dollars. I just want to help people. And she actually turned it around and she said something very interesting. She said, well, if you've made a million dollars and because I don't charge as much as other psychics and intuitives and animal communicators, I try and charge uh, enough for my time, but I want to be accessible to everyone. And she said, if you are able to make a million dollars, then think about how many people you have helped with that million dollars to get yourself a million dollars. So don't like, and it really made me stop and think that for me, success while the money is wonderful and I love being able to help pay for my children's college education, uh, to me, being able to pay for my child's education would mean that I've helped so many people. So for me, that's the degree of success is, is being able to talk. I, you know, I, I talked to someone in Athens this morning. I, I am wow. meeting people all over the world. I'm talking with someone later in England and it's just being able to find commonality with people that you would never ever think of otherwise. And I'm realizing that we have so much more in common than differences across the board, across the world. We are so much more alike. It doesn't matter if the color of our skin or our basic belief structure. I've had atheists come to me and I said, well, why are you coming to me if you're an atheist? And they said, well, we just, we need to know. So it's interesting, different belief structures. We, 
we still want to know that there's more out there. We all want success. We all want to be loved. We all want to be cherished. We all want to buy the right house. So if I'm able to help people, why not? Am I supposed to keep my gift to myself because some people say it's evil and the devil? No, because those people are afraid. It's, it's, it's fear of what, what will she know? You know, it's, which, is, which is nothing really fear is just false evidence appearing real. Well, but it's like what, what, you know, I said, you, I remember saying earlier to you when we talked about coming on the show and I said, well, do you want a reading? And you're like, sure, why not? And I was surprised because a lot of times when, you know, especially someone in a different sector, they kind of go, well, no, I I don't, I don't, I don't want it. And it's, it's, it's more often it's just, well, I don't know what you're going to tell me, but you're all about it. So I love it. And I think it's just being open to what, what the universe or God or whatever your higher power is. So if you want success, you can get it. It's just a matter of where is it leading you? Maybe it's leading you down a completely different route road like myself, who I never thought I would own my own business. And now here I am having an LLC and I still don't know what I'm doing um, with the LLC. I'm, I'm learning. Um, but it's, you know, their success. But somebody said one time that, you know, when when you do something, especially like in, in, in psychic things, uh, that you can't take it seriously, that you have to play. In other words, when you're trying to get inspiration, you're trying to get something, you just have to play with it. You could be wrong, but you have to just not put a lot of intent on it. I think and, uh, what you hear, though, and I, I think the best readings I have are people that are just open to whatever mm -hmm. they don't have a set expectation. When you come to me with a set expectation of what you think I'm going to say or do, it, it doesn't ever go well because I, I'm, I'm never going to meet your expectations because those are your expectations. But when you come in and just say like you did, you're like, OK, what, what do you hear? it's the energy, the feelings, it's, it's able to flow. I, I think you should absolutely though, you should absolutely say, I want truth. You know, I had the wonderful fortune of seeing uh, Da Vinci, uh, Leonardo Da Vinci portrait. It's, it's a, not as known in the Royal Portrait Gallery a couple of years ago in London. And it was a portrait or a, a drawing that he did of uh, fortune tellers. And it was their hands and they were stealing out of someone's pocket while fortune telling. And I actually took a picture of it and I stood there and you have all of his, his famous, <laughs> famous drawings, right? And I just stood there looking at this. And I realized that not only have psychics been around since the beginning of time, but you don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. There have been people that have wanted to take advantage of others. And that's what I wanted to avoid in this. And this is why I'm very straight. I am very upfront, but I'm also very honest. If, if you ask me a question I didn't know, I have no problem telling you I don't know. I have no problem saying, I'm not sure I'm not getting a reading because it doesn't hurt me to tell you the truth. And 
I don't, why would I use an ability to not tell someone the truth? Why would I, I just, I don't, you know, my husband's in the military. I don't, I don't need to take advantage of someone else to make myself feel better. I want to help people. And there, but there's always going to be those people that say, well, I can't give you something exact. I can't connect with them. Why not? If you truly have an ability, you should be able to help in some shape or form. That makes a lot of sense. And you get a lot of these people, I'm sure you know online, they want to do these spells and all these other things. What do you have to say about that? Because we want to really educate our viewers that that's not something that they really should be uh, probably doing, right? I'm I'm laughing because a lot of it, we get a lot of it on my podcast. So it's a live show, on, uh, you know, where uh, you get people that are just coming in from wherever and they'll say, they'll start messaging people. I have a special spell. I have a, I have a message for you. And my thing is always, if there really were spells that worked, wouldn't there be a house cleaning spell? Wouldn't there be a make your kids behave spell? Wouldn't there be a make your husband stop snoring spell? Because I want And then that they have different levels. They have like a regular, a middle, and then a, a yeah, premium. Yeah, and then yeah, if you want yeah. it done immediately, it's like a rush fee. Because I have you need it right away. He needed to sacrifice a chicken. And, and I, and I was like, what? But it's funny because they never come to me. They always like message the people that are commenting. And I'm like, why wouldn't you come to me? Like, I'm the one always giving advice. I'm all, the one always giving the messages. Come to me and ask for a spell because, or cause I want, I want some of the good stuff too. Or also, I know there was a big lotto a couple of days ago and um, someone's like, can we get the lotto numbers this week? Cause they're asking for spells for love. And it's no, no, no love spells do nothing. Spells do nothing. No. And if someone says they have an important message from your ancestors and you must pay, no, 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 no. So my policy, and I am a hundred percent, I stick to this. I will not approach people only actually I, I, I do with one exception. And that's called my, my husband says it's when um, I'm psychically handsy, he calls it. And it's when I've had a few glasses of wine and it usually happens before a flight. And unfortunately this did happen our last trip to London um, because I am a nervous flyer. Yes, I'm a psychic. That's a very nervous flyer. And we had a few drinks at the bar. And before I knew it, I turned around and I told the woman that her best friend at home in heaven and I, I knew her name, I nailed her name, and I told her all about her friend. And the woman's face went white and she said, oh my God, and I just kept talking. And then my husband rolled his eyes and sure enough, they were on the same plane that we were on. And it was not comfortable getting on the plane after the kind of the wine had worn off. So that's the only time I approached people. And I, I, I rarely drink, that was just, that was just then. But um, yeah, so I, I have a policy. I don't approach people. Even with lost pets, people will come and message me and say, hey, you know, there's someone online that has a lost pet. I, I never want to make someone feel uncomfortable. That is not my goal at all. Sure, if, sure, reading, sure. if you want to talk to me, you have to message me. And only because I'm not going to be one of those, you know, soothsayers that's like, you have a message. No, that's no. Everyone has a message. I mean, everyone, my daughter has a message. The cat has a message. I mean, really, if you want to get messages from people in heaven, there's a message. Uh, yeah. So no, so spells have no merit. Uh, there is such thing as, you know, energy. Energy is very transferable, good energy, bad energy. Definitely that's transferable, but in terms of spells and being cursed, Definitely not. There's nothing to it. The late great psychic Sylvia Brown was very adamant about this as well. She 
really was saying it, you create it. And this is one of those things where you're creating that energy. So for instance, I remember um, there was like a ring that everyone that touched it had bad luck. And I remember Sylvia Brown touched this ring and she said, what? Because she wasn't giving the ring that power. But yet I just spoke with a client today who her, someone in her circle had said that she was a witch and she was giving her bad luck. And she said, I need to be cleansed. I need to pay someone to get cleansed. And I said, no, you don't. You can burn sage if, if it makes you feel better. You can burn sage and burn a candle and ask your guides to be around you, but you don't need to pay someone to release anything. We don't have that kind of power. You need to give yourself permission to release. If you're holding guilt or anger or hurt. That's, or that's a good point is that you have to be able to uh, give yourself permission to allow. I think that's doing. important. That's what they're doing. And I see this on, you know, Upwork and Fiverr and they have wonderful reviews. And it's like, you're giving people power. And that's the difference between what they do and what I do is I will tell you the truth to, to the best of my ability. I will speak as clear and as factual as I can, giving you as specific as I can, mm -hmm. because that's how I work. I don't want ever. I don't want to ever tell someone. Just trust me. No, no, no. That's that's the palm reader down the street. I'm gonna give they you. They do this special technique, uh, Nancy. It's been around for a long time, and they've exposed them for this. Is it's an interviewing type technique, and they ask a question a certain way, and then what happens later on? They've asked all these questions, and they've kind of like taken some notes in their head, and then later on, they rephrase the answer down the road. The person's gotten so confused down the road and now they feed it right back to them in a different way. And now they're like, Oh wow, this person's amazing. And all they did was ask a question in a certain way. And then they refed it back in a similar manner and they think they're psychic. So yeah. it's like, but this is what all the boardwalk people do. Yeah, I And don't that's how the $5 reading turns into a 50 to a $500 cleanse, which you're now required because it's just, you have yeah, to do it, right? That's, 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 Nancy, this has been absolutely amazing. And the only thing I have left to ask, you've given me some great insight. Is there any, I'm going to say the word warnings. Are there any warnings that I should be alert for in the next seven days or two weeks? Anything I that I should- you bringing up seven days. You're, you're definitely- Well, I'm always a seven day person. I always do no. things in a week. That's it's why. Seven so days to 14 days. Any warnings or any alerts I should be- uh, watching for you need to take some time off. I definitely think you've been working real hard. If anything, I think you need to take a break. So, un poquito, little break because you do, you tend to, you do tend to wear yourself out. I did take a small break for, for Christmas. We were closed for a month, but that's, but I'm talking about like on the regular, I think you need to start taking more of a break and taking more time for you because okay. you will wear down faster. But that's, I mean, warnings, I, I don't think so. I mean, I just, okay. I, I just think you're working really hard. I, there's nothing I would, I mean. I don't consider what I do work, Nancy. Well, I then just consider play. 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 <laughs> but I, I think you'll be okay. I think that, you know, in terms of, of, of what's going on in the world, I think it's going to be, it's, we're still looking at a, another tough couple of months financially for a lot of people. And I'm going to be broad now because I'm speaking to everyone, but yeah, yes. financially and, and health-wise with COVID, I think we're still looking at a tough few months until more people are immunized. What do you think we're looking by the end of the year? So by like November, October? So it depends on what you're talking about. So, um, and this is where I do my COVID report. It's on um, Live Psychic Readings with Nancy every Friday night at 8 p.m. And then you can catch the podcast as well. You can just search Live Psychic Readings with Nancy. Um, so Your cat's going by, by the way. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last Friday, um, I talked about as far as, 
as far as in the States, I think I was saying late spring and I think summer, I think we're going to be able to travel regionally, at least summer's okay. going to for traveling. I think internationally, I, I think we're looking at 2022. I think it's, it's, we're another, another it's, it's another year or two then. I, I think at least a year, but I think this is going to be one of those things with masks where we're going to be wearing them. It might be just become a regular thing to wear them during the winter. If we're inside, it's we're, mm -hmm. we might go to a more, uh, e you know, East Asian approach. We're just wearing masks, you know, around people. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's going to be a while. I think in the States though, we're looking at a hard few months as far as hospitals going over capacity and just, it, it's it's going to be rough. Um, I know personally, at least on my show, more people are coming and they're talking about you know people that have passed and and just there. Unfortunately, we we've it's going to be it's going to be tough. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. All right. Well, listen, Nancy. This was really educational, learning about your background and also learning about uh, you know kind of what's going on in the world, a little of the COVID report, and then sharing with us kind of how you do readings. Uh, how you approach people and don't approach people and just kind of your style. I hope our viewers got some uh, useful information from this. And also you can uh, find uh, Nancy's show on the Transform You Media Network on Friday nights, right after my show at what time? 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern time. But if you do miss it, then you can always watch the replay. Can't get the reading though. Uh, but so definitely tune into Nancy's show. I do want to thank you, Nancy, for joining us tonight on the Jay Moore Tech Talk show. And we wish you, your family, and your cat and your husband a very happy, healthy and a safe 2021. Same to you. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. What did you think about Nancy? Now, you know, Nancy, because she has a oh, show yeah. on here as well. But yeah. what, what did you think about uh, her tonight and what she had to say? Nancy is definitely uh, empathetic, as, along with her being intuitive. She's very empathetic. She's very compassionate about the people. She has great information to provide uh, for those out there, those in particular who's listening right now. Uh, I think it goes a mile. It definitely does. And uh, I'm a good sport. And she asked me if I would play along. And I said, sure. So I let her give me a reading and we'll just have to see what happens if it pans out or not. Uh, it was fun. I think she was surprised when I said uh, I'd be happy uh, to have a reading. I think she was shocked. I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was shocked that you took, that you went for it. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Hey, I figured, I you know, it. why not? What, what's going to happen? You know, is, is the sky going to fall? I mean, <laughs> but uh, it, it was fun and uh, I like her approach. So it'll be very interesting to to uh, come back in a while and see if some of the things she shared uh, come to pass. Yeah, we'd be looking forward to that one. So uh, really, really yeah, enjoy will be. So Amazon. We've heard lots about our friends, Amazon, haven't we? Oh, yeah. With, uh, Jeff Bezos leaving the company and trying to fight his... Uh, nemesis <laughs> arrival <laughs> at uh tesla with all the stuff he's doing it's like a marvel and now movie. <laughs> uh, everything with the space program yeah i don't think jeff's done a lot in crypto yet though i think uh i think uh elon might be surpassing jeff with crypto 
Yeah, he's um, dumping a lot of money in crypto right now, especially with the Dodge uh, Bit, uh, uh, crypto coin. So we go, we're going to see, I'm pretty sure we're going to see Bezos jump on that bandwagon real soon. I think so, but I think he's trying to figure out which wagon he wants to get on. Remember, he doesn't like to be associated with Elon. He wants to have his own house and his own private party. Right. He doesn't want anything that could possibly benefit Jeff. Uh, I should say Elon. And Jeff doesn't want anything that's going to benefit Elon. And Elon doesn't want to benefit that would uh, benefit Jeff. So they're in this kind of a circle, basically, where they don't really want to help each other. Even if it's going to help themselves. It's a very weird relationship. Uh, it's almost no relationship. No, it's not. It's, it's a real crazy way to kind of acknowledge that someone's there, but at the same time, now don't want to acknowledge them. <laughs> you know, uh, Amazon sellers are blasting the company's forced arbitration policy in the congressional hearing on antitrust. Uh, Amazon sellers are complaining to lawmakers of the unfair forced arbitration clause the company uses to prevent potentially damaging outcomes in court. And uh, the Democrats on the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Antitrust identified forced arbitration clauses as one aspect harming competition in digital markets in a report just this last fall. But the Republicans ranking member on the subcommittee has previously said Eliminating forced arbitration clauses would be among his non-starters. Hmm. I wonder where that's going to go. What What do you think, uh, Marcus? Somebody's going to have to cough up some money. They're, Congress going to get involved, and after that, there's going to be some new, new regs set in place and some fees imposed. And you know when they put, as we talked about before, when they put new regulations, it's not going to be cheap. No, it's not. So I have to follow that and see where it's going to go. But, uh, you know, this is definitely going to crunch, uh, you know, giants like Amazon. And uh, maybe the goal is to get them to operate more like a business. Because the challenge I find with these companies is they're very big. Uh, they have this big scale. They can do so many things, but they monopolize everything, Marcus. And the crazy part about the Amazon seller program is so loosely, loosely goosey. And now you got Walmart trying to duplicate the same thing. And so people are really jumping ship away from the Amazon seller program. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of buzz about this and Walmart going to find themselves in the same hot water, but because they're getting the news early about what Amazon's getting themselves into, they can make some adjustments along the way now. Yeah, and they also might have to follow some new regulations that are going to make the program uh, a lot easier for people to get involved in and also have more accountability on the company side. Because right now, if you get involved, I know somebody that got involved in one of their the, their FB shipping programs. It took them six months to get them to stop billing them. They didn't sell one item. They gave them their credit card, and it took them like six months. They forgot their email address, and Amazon had no way to look it up. Now, that's just a crock. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Tell me about it. I I can attest to that. I, I, I'm actually looking at a, 
a, a bill that I'm refusing to like <laughs> pay right now for from being a merchant. I was an Amazon seller myself back in the day, and and it's I'm, I'm refusing it because like, hey, you know, I sold the product, and you telling me that I owe you a fee. What what is this? Well, eBay does do the same thing, don't they? I mean, eBay does take a fee when you sell something on eBay. Yeah, but this is crazy, though, what they're doing. I think what they're doing is extortion. Yeah. And I think they figure because they're Amazon that they, um, you know, can do uh, whatever they want. And you might have noticed, I, I have to let you know of a little joke here. I had plastic on my chair for a while. And I have to come clean and let you know. So when they were doing some upgrades in our office and painting, they got paint on my chair. And so uh, I had plastic on there so I wouldn't get it on my shirt. But you'll notice I can lean all the way back of my chair now uh, and even roll and go back and forth. And it's nice and comfortable. So you won't see plastic on my chair anymore because I got a few comments. Why do you have plastic on your chair? Well, I thought it would be the in trend for 2021. I was going to start selling plastic. One guy said to me, do you sell plastic? Are you a plastic distributor? No, why? Well, you have plastic on the back of your chair. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> so it's nice to have a chair that's comfortable and and whatnot and that i don't have to worry about getting dirty and well so uh and it Amazon's, is very clean it is very clean by the way yes it's add. very clean i can sit back i can adjust it go back and forth and it's actually a little bit it's wider but it doesn't go back as far so i even have more room so but i went through four hours sitting in chairs at the store and the chair was delivered last week, but because of the snowstorm, nobody could come out to assemble it. And I wasn't going to deal with assembling this chair. There were like, I don't know how many hundred screws. And the people came out to assemble it, and they were done in 15 minutes. Interesting. They deassembled my old chair and reassembled my new chair and done, 15 minutes. I said, you'll be about a half hour for me. No, I'll be out of here in about 15 minutes. They were out of here in about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> That's impressive. But again, they, they assemble chairs every single day of their life. So they're furniture assembly people. That's what they do. So they know where every screw goes and they know exactly how to do it and just how much torque you need. Putting together furniture and chairs is not really my bellywick. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, Google is uh, having some challenges. So there is... Uh, there's been a change in the sentiment on regulating Google travel. Uh, the firm's CEO is saying now this could be a problem. The chief executive of European travel booking um, from Trivago believes the attitude toward the world's biggest technology companies has changed. And uh, Axel Heffer, who has been at the helm of Trivago for just about five years, told CNBC Squawk Box Europe, that there has been a change in the sentiment in Europe and across the world when it comes to tackling the power that firms like Google have. And Google has a frosty relationship with many of the world's biggest online travel companies who rely on the company's search engine for business. Ooh, that <laughs> sounds like that's not going to work out very well. Good luck with that one. Ooh. And they got the amount of power to tell them to beat it. Because, so, 
Exactly. <laughs> you know, that, they can make that's their the scary part. never show up if they don't want to. And they don't have to say squat. They could just say it wasn't relative. They can find anything they want and magically make people's listings yeah. not show up. Yeah, this is the sad part about it. Wait, and uh, Here's nope. an interesting quote, and wow. I'd like to, 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 to mention it. People expect Google to give them the most relevant, high-quality search results they can trust. And I quote here, a spokesperson from the company said, adding its value, helpful services which create more choice and competition for Europeans. That just sounds like fancy PR talk. It does. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a way to just to just to tell people that like, hey, we're gonna do whatever we want. Really, uh, this is what what our policy says. But actually, we, we still do whatever we want. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like a corporate uh, political way of politely getting around what they actually are going to do, whether the client wants it or not. Pretty much. Exactly. It's, it's imposed. Well, I have to tell you, so next week we have a really good show. Another great guest. Uh, we have um, guests coming in, Jason uh, Jacobison, and he is uh, the founder of the Founders Network, and he's a great networker, and he's going to get to talk to us about that. So that's going to be a great show coming up. Uh, on the end of the month, you definitely don't want to miss we have John Hart coming up. Uh, he recently just uh, released on February 2nd uh, his new uh, novel, um, Willing. And um, it's a very interesting book. Uh, I did have the privilege of reading it. And just so you guys know, I always read every book before I interview someone. So if they have a book or a novel, uh, I just ask, can they give me a few days? Don't send it to me like the night before our interview. You know, <laughs> And uh, his book is a really fascinating book about uh, some depictions in the criminal world. And he actually got the Edgar uh, Award, I believe, like six or seven times. So he is a remarkable writer, a uh, nice person. I'm really looking forward to interviewing him. And, you know, when you read criminal novels, I got to tell you, they're not something that usually appeal to me, but... His novels do for some reason, Marcus. I could not put that book down. It was very compelling. And I was just getting plagued each moment and building more curiosity than I thought was possible. And he just kind of leads you here and he's in the prison and he's all over the place and you just don't know where things are going to happen. And you're just on the edge of your chair, the entire, um, you know, uh, book. But one thing I want to share with you, I'm not going to tell you when he's coming on in March, we have an amazing guest coming on. We have Mr. Martin Cooper, who is the first man to ever talk on a cell phone in 1974. That is going to be a first. Um, our show is a lot of firsts. And that is one that we're really, truly proud of to be able to, to speak with him. And uh, not only is he coming on then, but we'll be having him come back in a few more months because he's actually launching another book. I love when these people write books. They are just uh, you know, so amazing. But listen, it has come to the end of our show. I don't know where the show goes, Mark, as the time goes. If you have an idea for a show, 
or if you have a product that you would like me to unbox, you could donate that to us. Um, like to be a guest on our show, visit jmor.com. In the upper uh, right-hand corner of your screen, click on the Reach Out Today button. Fill out the form. Give us some details. One of our team will get back to you and see if you're going to be a good fit for our show. We will ask you to sign a full uh, media release. We actually had a guest uh, that had contacted us the other day, and he didn't want to sign the media release form. So I need to let you guys know this up front. Uh, He was a fairly young writer, very nice person, but he didn't want to sign the media release form. And the purpose of the media release form is it just allows us to use your information to help market the show to bring you more listeners. And he didn't want to do that. So if you do want to come on our show, it is non-negotiable. You need to sign the media release. It's pretty standard. I have enjoyed spending this February with you. Again, what I said, gentlemen, um, for your ladies, make sure that you get them Valentine's Day candy. Um, you know, for your gentlemen, same thing, get them something. And for, for your partner, uh, take them out to a special dinner to be politically correct and enjoy Valentine's Day. You know, unplug technology while you have uh, dinner with someone. Definitely unplug technology. And uh, maybe go for a walk. Uh, think about maybe 10 or 20 things you could do together that wouldn't involve spending more than $10. And think about how you could turn a nice evening into something that's not only romantic and fun, but also something maybe where you can learn something about each other. I always say to people that when you take the time to get to know someone, you get to peel back another layer of the onion and you get to discover something you didn't know about that person. And that person seems like a whole new person to you. So why don't you maybe take some time Take the whole day of Valentine's Day. Take the whole weekend. Why not? And spend time with them and get to discover why you fell in love with that person and maybe something that you didn't know about them that's just so amazing that's maybe going to help renew your life, your marriage, your relationship for maybe another 10 more years easily. I'm John C. Morley with the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. It has been an amazing show. And Marcus, again, I want to thank you for being here and providing some amazing commentary, as you always do. And we're going to see everybody next Friday night, aren't we? Yes, we are. Looking forward to it. 5.30 p.m. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues. Share our uh, videos from jmore.com, our Instagram. Join our family. Be a part of us. We've got so much information and so many things we want to share with you. But you got to visit us so you can share them and tell your friends. You know, they're not going to like you if you don't tell them about, about our show because they're like, hey, why are you keeping the show to yourself? Share us with people. Spread the love. It's Valentine's Day, right? Again, I'm John C. Morley, and thank you so much for watching the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And I will see you, my co-host, next Friday night right here, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. But if you miss us, you can always go back and rewatch the shows. Maybe take some notes on something that you want to refresh on. We'll see you soon. Be safe. Be smart. Practice social social distancing. Enjoy life. Have fun. And happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. 
For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 888 That's IT support to 888 and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jmore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.